hello everyone welcome to the new episode of everyday talkies now before you jump on to listening to this episode wait take a breath smile get your regular dose of life changing entropy here on everyday talkies Hello guys welcome to the new episode of Everyday Talkies today we are back again with Pushkar hey Pushkar hello i think you arjun finally ran out of people again so i'm back no i don't know when this will this episode will actually be released so i have material till 6 and then i have people who want their episodes to be released like right after that so probably towards the end or mid of march we'll get to see this episode and we're recording in mid of feb see you're doing this much planning but uh, episodes with me and you uh, I, there's no guarantee like this might not even see the light of day who knows oh come on there's hardly been there's at least i think there's only one episode regarding the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy which not in the light of day other than that everything came out yeah i guess i don't even remember we've been doing this for more than a year dude yes it's 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 going to be a year in what two months jesus kaasal like where did the last year go i have no idea i matlab mean, i didn't uh, think that i would have you know continued this every week on week with all the episodes that we have done together the one episode which we had no plan right where we were discussing about uh, you know questioning religion and there was about that egg and cinema and everything i think that is one of the most listened to episodes so i thought you know why don't i replicate success why don't i come again with an record an episode without any topic in mind or just we can call laziness and sure sir but i feel it's a very dangerous situation because uh, it can go really well or it can you know just go off the rails oh well i think we did an episode on off the rails as well right do you remember that yeah right. <laughs> it was like a cute reference but anyway <laughs> oh yeah now i remember sorry for ruining that and you know it's one of the second most listened episodes not bad of course why do i feel like you're just flattering me and this is actually not true no this is really true like it means that you know when we are speaking our minds out when we are true to our audience they love it more Uh, I think uh, we just make for good, like uh, you know, white noise that people can listen to over and over again while they fall asleep. Because see, when you make uh, actual like proper good uh, podcast with content, people have to pay attention and listen, right? Yeah, this one you don't have to pay attention. You just like put it on. You just like go to sleep listening to our uh, amazing Neil deGrasse Tyson type voices. Oh wow, wow! Uh, now that's flattering to both of us. That's false flattering. Okay, let's move on from that. Yeah, like I think uh, the last couple of episodes that I recorded was a bit too career heavy and a bit too serious. Yeah, but I liked I liked the whole uh, GameStop all episode because that was such an interesting uh, interesting thing uh, to witness just as a whole, like this whole um, event of underdogs kind of taking on Wall Street and everything. Yeah, and but while I was in, you know reading about that, uh, I came across another story. I'm, I'm sure you you can enjoy that. It's called Piggly Wiggly. It's a Piggly Wiggly or Piggly Wiggly? I don't know. That's a company's name. It's Piggly Wiggly. Piggly Wiggly. I've heard about this uh, because uh, John Green talked about this on uh, his podcast called Anthropocene Reviewed. But I don't remember exactly. Like, uh, can you refresh my memory? It's the same thing like GameStop. But GameStop, basically, what happened was the redditors w- went against the Wall Street. There was a group of people, but in Piggly Wiggly, Piggly Wiggly was like a supermarket store, the first of its kind, um, and uh, he, like, the Wall Street was betting against him. So he himself, as a sole person. went against the entire wall yes he lost but he was the one who to had the guts and obviously the uh, they will win you know the amount of money they have dude that that's what was most surprising to me because um, after this whole uh, gamestop mess happened i was like i should revisit uh, the big shot you know like i i saw it when i came out i didn't i did not understand most of it uh but i i knew i liked the movie because it was like made like really well made so then uh, like just like last 
week or so i was like let's rewatch uh, this thing and see like if it holds up or uh, if i can understand at least like 80% of it and it's pretty good like i i mean they do a really good job of explaining everything to you some parts they have to leave out because it's just so like pretty complicated but uh, it basically traces the whole um, the whole uh, you know uh, historical domino effect of uh, the world economy collapsing because of just a simple housing crisis and because banks got greedy and the like the biggest thing that hit me while rewatching this was the ending because the ending is just that the world economy collapses so many firms on wall street go bankrupt and the ending is just that they just get bailed out by the government and the government is just bailing it out with taxpayers money so more or less the yeah the american people first lost money and then they lost more money and this is what it's happening here also na matlab here basically one hedge fund is bailing out the other hedge funds and it has not still reached yeah. that tipping point right so once you see like if obviously the gamestop i think scenario has died down the prices have fallen so i'm not sure the hedge funds are you know looking at any more further losses but if they had collapsed the government would have printed more money to save them because those things can't collapse so yeah again uh, let's just chuck that i think i've already discussed that and you know that gives me another idea since if you found you know big shot a bit complicated to understand probably i could bring some experts and try to break that down and understand the financial aspects from it as well content everywhere is content so anything will be content have you seen like tanmay bhat's uh, youtube lately that guy is just making content out of anything uh, no i stopped i i think i don't follow his main channel i follow his uh, second channel called honest i like that one because oh yeah he he talks about money and everything on that right yeah and he even uh, broke down his movie that he produced with the screen writers and all of that even though i had no knowledge about you know screen writing oh damn he had screen writers that's a first for indian movies even they were bashing about the indian bollywood industry and they were talking about you know how nothing of this happened so it was quite interesting and then then he bought on a neuroscientist as well you know talking about neuroscience of different things his podcasts are also good in that sense so yeah that is something which you know which i occasionally watch yeah and lately i've just been feeling like indian movies have just been getting worse and worse like there was a period i think during 2014 to 16 or something like that or 17 when there was like a slight rise in the quality of movies and now it's just like completely fallen down it's just gone into the absolute gutter i feel like no <laughs> no i was saying because like ek to wo to hai upar se i feel i don't know it might go down more given that recently you heard about this news ki where uh, government because of this standoff ka ek abhi aaya tha there was a series and um, there was again cases and all of that and some scenes had to be cut because it was demeaning and they thought it was uh, attacking the government or whatever right uh, then there are cases where the government is asking twitter to ban some journalist accounts uh, they are uh, arresting people out for sedition now they're setting up a committee to actively regulate first there was self regulation which i think none of them really followed but uh, now they're active creating a committee for active regulation of ott platforms so you know when yeah. in a country like this when your journalists are getting arrested there is no value for free speech accounts are getting blocked for anybody who speaks against the government then there was a recent stand up comic who didn't even say anything and he got arrested and the thing is there was no proof and he was still kept in jail like that's like the shocking thing he was in jail for i think the last two months or something and even after the supreme court said ki ha you know you're free to go he was still kept in jail for two more days and the police said that they forgot and then they you know released him later it's a whole mess i mean that's the thing it's like this is nothing new by the way like uh, in any uh, kind of totalitarian like regime you see these things are just common but you you're terming india and democracy as totalitarian you know matlab uh, if uh, bjp hears this i'm i'm not sure uh, if they know your address or not 
it's your podcast i'm not taking any responsibility <laughs> you invited you invited a radical on good like anything the guest says uh, does not reflect any views that i have it's their own personal views disclaimer <laughs> no but i'm just saying like there are patterns you can recognize right I, i'm not going to like you know just go ahead and like compare it to like the kgb or the campetai which was the japanese secret service who were all like into these practices where um, you decide somebody's guilty first and then you interrogate him but uh, if you look at like just the other day i was watching i watched this uh, excellent movie called uh, uh, judas and the black messiah which is about uh, do you know about the black panther party in the us no okay so the black panthers were like a kind of a political party that was started in oakland and they had like uh, branches throughout the country and they were basically um, you know this like the whole uh, issue of uh, racism and uh, racism against african americans and violence against african americans has been always been an issue in america right so the black panthers were kind of like an active um, response to that or, or like an active rebellion to that idea and they were like actively by sometimes through social means sometimes sometimes through violent means they were trying to oppose this whole uh, discrimination against uh, african americans and one of the, the branches the chicago branch had their uh, deputy chairman was this guy called fred hampton he joined when he was 19 and uh, you know he was constantly uh, harassed by the police basically what happened is the creation of the fbi by you know j edgar hoover right he yeah, was yeah, the yeah. Uh, director of fbi for god knows how many years so like when i really read into it after the movie started because fred hampton joined the black panther party at 19 and at 21 the fbi deemed him such a threat that they first of all they planted an undercover agent to um, you know basically become uh, good friends with him feed him feed the fbi information and then uh, at like 21 years old the fbi raided his house and they assassinated and it's not like a thing of where he was accidentally shot or anything they uh, they had the undercover agent drug him first and then he was uh, shot twice like once in the shoulder and once in the head and for the longest time it was like um, it was said to be uh, like the whole thing was portrayed as like a, a necessary um, you know like a justified act of violence or something like that and only recently people started you know terming it as it what it was really was like an assassination mm-hmm. and so like after watching this movie i i started reading into the uh, you know creation of the fbi and what kind of a person hoover was and you just kind of uh, in hindsight you can see like it's so plain that if you just look up even if you look up the wikipedia page of the fbi you can see that they have such a history of abuse that came out after you know hoover left like i don't know what the state of the fbi is now but for those like you know from like 1924 up until like 60s to 60s and 70s there was like massive amounts of abuse of power uh, by the fbi you know uh, this kind of thing is not new anywhere whenever you give discretionary like power to people whenever you give like uh, unchecked unregulated power to people they're bound to abuse it because not because like uh, you know frank herbert who wrote dune he, he has this quote which is like absolute power doesn't corrupt uh, but absolute power invites the corrupted mm. when you create a position that has that much power or that has the ability to influence these many people it will always attract the most um, corrupted people at least that's what frank herbert thought and you know the more i read about history the more i'm kind of inclined to agree with him and right now what's happening in india i'm not saying it's it's that bad but it's getting close it's it's really sad because there's there's like you can see there's so much division happening among like uh, communal lines among religious lines among even social lines and 
it should not be happening because none of the ideals that people use to basically say that oh on religions religious lines that people uh, are divided that does not need to happen because no religion in in its right mind ever supports discrimination like hinduism least of all so when people keep yelling about like um, you know this um, idea of um, india being a hindu nation or whatever it's like what exactly are you talking about because there's no such thing as hinduism and at the same time pretty much everybody can come under uh, come under hinduism uh, i don't know if i'm making sense but that's kind of what i think about the whole thing so when when people try to uh, you know divide among any kind of um, religious political or social lines i always think that this is not about the religion this is not about the politics this is just about people in power trying to retain their influence over other people by keeping them in in fear of the other thing you know mm. it's like you as long as you keep people in fear of something that they don't know or something that is more you know fictional or something that doesn't exist like something that is beyond the reach of tangibility you can keep them in fear and you can keep them under the influence under your influence you know and you can use them as you want and the problem is when you use people like that because people aren't just robots right you can't just um, give them a command and then they'll act on it and then they'll shut off at one point this, this virus that you create becomes so big that it becomes uh, big for even you to handle and it just ends up in chaos like every time you look at uh, the ussr you look at you look at japan you look at germany all these places where um, you had abuse of power you you look at america like look at the state of america right now it's more divided than it ever was yep and it's all because they've created a monster that has grown beyond them that they cannot control now okay this this became like a really big rant no no but it makes sense you know matlab it is true and you can see and in a place where i don't know how should i call this india was among the countries where uh, i don't know if if you mentioned that you know this uh, the speech issue was always there if you know freedom of speech or all of this was curbed even before what was happening today see i've grown up seeing the western culture what us is and they have such liberty over freedom of speech the journalists have such freedom and uh, you know they have roasts about government imagine modi sitting in one panel and there are comedians roasting him can you imagine that happening it's impossible bro like there were there were people roasting actors and that whole thing there was like just a random roast and you know it ended up in such a big shit show that is where I sometimes i worry like because i think freedom of speech freedom of expression i think is one of the most fundamental rights and when you curb that um, and when when there are you know challenges like this when you're seeing in a country where you live in i feel a bit worried then i don't know how to phrase this exactly like the thing that comes into my head is like um, if you keep people unemployed long enough they'll they'll be ready to do anything so you know there's you have this section of people that's just their whole job is you know uh, taking offense to things and filing fir <laughs> like that's their whole job and they get paid to do do that even or like they get just like you know they get mileage out of that because you know something like that uh, the news media picks it up it becomes a whole issue then the the same journalist they bring them on to debate the issue which should not be an issue at all and it's just it just becomes this vicious cycle you know it becomes like a business opportunity at that point it becomes this um, transaction you know it's 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 a process that you can make a living out of i don't know how exactly one would go about breaking this process you know uh, without dismantling the entire thing like you dismantle the entire system and i'm not saying you dismantle the government but i'm saying the system that exists right now you have to overhaul it in a major way to have any kind of change 
otherwise and like uh, recently i've become like a big believer in uh, nature correcting itself so mm-hmm. like especially because of the pandemic this is yeah. like yeah you can you can let this go on for as long as you want but eventually nature just corrects itself but it corrects itself in a very violent way and it, it it's like you know the universe doesn't give a shit about salvaging whatever uh, it doesn't give a shit about salvaging or compromising when the universe corrects itself it corrects itself in a big way you know like it it sounds very uh, spiritual and no no but sensible but for universe it never makes sense because if you say nature correcting itself even if you take it literally by you know climate and everything we as humans are a minuscule part of it the universe won't care whether we live or how violent the transition is that is exactly. hardly in the favor you know we our uh, planet has gone through multiple ages we have seen ice age we have seen a time without physical land and everything so like in that way obviously nature correct itself but there was one more thing which i wanted to add was see usually in a world like ours where people learn from each other right like let's not go into the whole nature correcting itself because that's like again a whole philosophical aspect part of it but just let's keep it to our scale where you know we are still let's say responsible and we are still we can still be live for a few more decades on earth um in that case i feel that each country learns from the others right sometimes you know us was the pioneer in freedom of speech um uk uh, is currently i think becoming a pioneer in uh, climate no but we certainly have learned from the british i'll, I'll give them that like the biggest thing that british taught us was uh, the brilliant phenomenon of uh, division you know how to <laughs> divide people effectively and yep. use that division to your uh, advantage no but see even with, even with that even with that when the division happened I, but my idea behind this was since the world is now a closer place and you know everyone is so interconnected you tend to learn from each other even in a small society group like I, I tend to learn from you you tend to learn from somebody else because there's a common concept of globalization right where nobody's out of reach but with this incidents happening and with you know such news where uh, china is almost disconnected north korea is disconnected from the world you know with trump in yeah. uh, america focusing on stopping migration and stop you know bringing laws where h1b visas were caught and in, even in india now they are you know, increasing price on exports and the trade wars between us and china and all of this where yeah, yeah. countries have become more self focused than globalized i think it's becoming worse uh, in, in a star trek sense i would say like we want the world to be become more and more globalized to reach at a point where there is no separate countries the entire earth is just one planet <laughs> i mean that's that's very optimistic of you but yeah i think what you said about countries focusing on themselves i think that's what has happened because like it's like kind of a side effect of globalization that because you have access to literally everything it's become a thing of like there's nobody to tell you that um, what you should and shouldn't believe or what you should and shouldn't look at so people tend to create the bubbles that they bec- they are comfortable in right and i'm not saying that uh, i'm the one who should like I-, i should tell you what's right or wrong or you should tell or like anybody should tell someone what is right and what is wrong but all this information this amount of choice tends to create this bubble people can create their own bubbles and they can invite other people into uh, their bubbles and they can just live inside this bubble and completely turn a blind eye to everything else that exists if you have access to everything it becomes a thing of a thing of what do you choose to uh, believe at that point because you know things things tend to contradict like rarely is anything uh, as simple as you know good or evil or black or white everything seems like there's it's gray and everything seems to contradict everything else so at that point how do you like compartmentalize your brain into uh, you know this is good and this is bad so you like you distill things to their simplest form 
and you go like oh this religion is good or this religion is bad and you know that's it like that's where you stop you don't go into the nuance of it because that's where that becomes your bubble you know if that makes any sense i don't know no <laughs> uh, this is not this this is not where you thought this podcast was going to go <laughs> yeah but you know this was the, uh, this thought was growing over my head for quite some time like uh, i am in the position where i have just lost hope you know i thought that reading news will liberate me i'll get more knowledge but now i feel like it has just made me a more pessimistic person overall that's it i think again it's like i can't believe how many times like uh, you know these days dune comes into my head like i'm so happy i read that book because it's somehow the most uh, depressing story ever written but it's also somehow the most hopeful idea ever because um, it's like yeah you're talking about there's no hope and you know we are we are uh, making everything worse infinitely and it just feels like we're on this we are this you know rolling ball that there's no stopping it you know uh, this path of destruction that we've created that it's too late maybe and there's no stopping this war machine but then it's like again there's this simple simple idea of that comes from dune which is because dune is a story about an inevitable journey that leads to you know uh, a whole galaxy wide jihad and whatever uh, like just total destruction it's a story about how that path is in- inevitable but it's also in the end a story about how uh, after everything that humans think that they can do nature still corrects itself like there is this uh, there is this undeniable force that like even if you uh, like in our lit- little minds we think that something is hopeless or something is too far gone the universe is so big in its uh, in its conception that it can come up with ways that humans can never think of to correct things yeah i mean and it's it's not like uh, people cannot come up with it because look at this pandemic like there are there are so many people who predicted that a pandemic was going to happen but nobody predicted how bad it was going to be nobody predicted how widespread it would be and nobody in the i don't think anybody in their right mind would have predicted what our response as a collective human society would be to the pandemic right yeah yeah like it, it's been going on for more, almost a year now mm. like at least here in india like yeah, know, yeah everywhere anywhere we can see yeah that's what like it's been going on for so long and like who would have thought this would happen because like you know you think of like think you're in 2019 and you hear the word pandemic it's like a foreign concept like a world war or something you know like something that if it comes it will be like um, it will either be super uh, super destructive or it will be something like uh, it will wipe us out instantly or we'll find a cure for, for it and it will be done in like two months mm-hmm. right but then it becomes this thing that completely changes the way we uh, exist as a society and we just learn to live with it you know after a point like right now if you look nobody gives a fudge around uh, like at least in india about the pandemic anymore it's like we're we're living as we are it's just that we wear masks and we do meetings on zoom and if we had decided to do this as a society for like say a reason like um, if we want to save office space or if we want to be more environmentally conservative and that's why everybody in the country will work from home nobody would have listened but now it's like a pandemic happened and that's this is just what we do now like if i had to write a novel about something like this i could never come up with this story i mean it seems like we're in a we're, we're in a very you know, doomed period right now but um again it comes back to like if you just read history uh, so much of it um like reality is so strange it's so much stranger than fiction that humans at the end of the day there's no such thing as like a really smart human and a really dumb human. 
like humans are smart and dumb both at the same time and like at different points in their life they are smart and dumb so what happens is whenever you feel like this inevitable doom is happening that you know uh, china is passing laws that completely take over your uh, you know your security or you know um, our country is becoming a totalitarian dictatorship or whatever this or that you look at history and you realize that all these things kind of um, they're not as bad as you think they are uh, i mean some of it is definitely horrible if you look at it from an individual perspective of people who suffer from a da- suffer on a daily basis because i can't you know uh, talk about uh, you know it's not that bad i can't you know just say it's not that bad and be done with it because there are people who are actually suffering there are people who suffer horribly on like uh, every part of the planet because of uh, somebody who is you know profiting off of it um, or somebody who is uh, cruelly uh, ruling the people or whatever but my point is if you look at history you'll realize that nobody ever has been able to create a society or an empire which eventually does not fall apart because of their own stupidity hmm. like because what happens is people get power they start abusing that power keep if they keep abusing it long enough they do something so insanely stupid it just makes them fall on their face but that is the most pessimistic uh, argument i've ever heard because by that logic uh, we'll be that kind of species which, which can never ever you know go beyond our means and travel space or whatever we'll just be doing, i mean we we'll can be... we definitely no no i'm saying we we definitely can we, we can become like a big uh, space faring society or what not but i guess the biggest takeaway uh, from this is that you should know history you know because if like it's the it's the simplest thing you know if you, if you don't read your history you're doomed to repeat it Got so uh, it's just a matter of as a human species how many times are we uh, willing to make the same mistakes before we learn to grow up before we learn to know our roots before we learn to you know read history it's a simple matter of that and the day we figure out uh, you know the the day we figure out that we need to stop uh, doing the same shit over and over again that's the day we'll evolve from monkeys to actual like people I mean, it's not long, right? It's 2021 already. Fuck. There's only like 42 years left before first contact. Oh well, yes. Hoping for that very <laughs> soon. Well, too optimistic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hope, hopefully we get our shit together, shit together in 40 years, and first contact happens. I'd be excited for it. Like, I want aliens to, uh, you know, be discovered in my lifetime. That would be like amazing. Yeah, that would truly be amazing. Yeah, and hopefully, hopefully we don't, uh, you know, take over their land and. genocide them or whatever or why so we will have learned uh i mean yeah yeah i mean hopefully they'll be more advanced than us i'm just hoping. yeah that is also true yeah yeah if, if it's like a genghis khan situation then <laughs> uh, it's again the same cycle over and over again then we have to teach the aliens that oh no uh, subjecting people to cruelty is bad uh, oppressing people is bad it's just one big cycle See, this is what happens when you uh, make me do a podcast right after I've seen a Bollywood movie. <laughs> uh, it's fine. It's fine. Okay, let's talk about something you know, which we were I think discussing yesterday, and which might quite be probably a shift, and we could connect it in a way where you know, since you mentioned that people should be abreast with history, um, and the good ways of doing so is books. So, diverting from that, let's start with the book club. See how I took a segue there. Yeah, you did, but uh, I don't know exactly where this is going because. Um, You were supposed to tell me about the book club, right? Yeah. Look, I was just thinking that you know, yesterday, you know, why can't we start a book club, a genuine one, which even like, have you ever attended a book? Club? Uh, I, I mean, I have a book club where I live, 
but it's more like uh, it's, we rarely discuss books but it's more like it's it's see at the end of the day the book club is more of a social gathering where we can just get together and discuss a bunch of stuff maybe gossip and rant and whatever like books themselves are actually um, they're fine i mean sometimes we read them sometimes we don't read them but it's more about the social element right okay i'm getting off track anyway uh, you go ahead with your idea i was just thinking that you know if if we had to uh, develop a book club how would that be because yeah i understand there's a social part of it and you know we have built a community where people enjoy listening to you and they enjoy you know because i've heard that they like listening to your recommendations of movies books and all of that and they go back and check out on that so you know why don't we do something on that on those lines itself i mean you can definitely do that do that i mean we have a discord right so on on our discord we can have like a book club thing and we can discuss books on there people can post their opinions people can post uh replies to their opinions as long as you keep it civil i guess yeah well civil the discussion should be civil but yeah you're free to express all opinions i don't want to be another government controlled uh free yeah exactly like I, i i as i was saying it i realized oh, i'm turning this into another twitter but <laughs> <laughs> this it could be a chance for us to also you know record those episodes and uh, like for people who could not join it could just be that so i don't know like i'm quite interested because you know when you have a group of like minded people it's easier to participate in an activity because i thought you know this year i'll make a you know resolution that yeah i'll read around 20 or 30 books or i'll read one book a week i'm nowhere close to that you know, i bought the books but i'm nowhere close <laughs> to that <laughs> uh, no no i know the feeling i've done that and failed many times yeah we can definitely make a discord and uh, you know have people like people can give me suggestions regarding the books because i'm always you know looking for a good book uh, i may or may not read it but at least i'll i'll definitely hunt for a copy of it uh, <laughs> but yeah and people can uh, talk about the books that they like and why they like it and you know stuff like that sure and it can be like we can we it can be like a continuous thing you know it doesn't have to be like sunday uh, this this time we'll do this this thing because uh, i'm sure you will also be busy most of the time i'll also be uh, doing something something so it can just be like a continuous thing where people can just come and talk about the books that they want we'll suggest like i'll suggest something and uh, for like the week the next week or two weeks we can talk about that specific book and people can you know just like start reading the book and um, you know if they find something interesting they can just react on like they can just um, okay i'm turning it into twitter again but yeah they can basically just express their thoughts on the uh, discord channel yeah, we could do that yeah like I, i really want to because i want a group of community where you know we read some of the books to discuss it, it would be fun it would be fun anshul are you that desperate for friends like come on oh come on hey, you're just uh, <laughs> making me sound super bad now no well i <laughs> I just want to inculcate a, like a proper reading habit. That's it. Like that's my goal. If it means talking to people, I'm okay about it. <laughs> wow. Okay. So your goal is ultra. Just like in order to supplant your uh, reading habit, you you will go through people if you have to. Well, uh, if that's the only way, then why not? I can't help it. Uh, you're you're a great people person, bro. <laughs> no, 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 no. it's just uh, the situation demands for it okay. everybody is listening to this episode if they are interested uh, let me know we'll start a book club yeah just jump on to our discord and uh, just start spamming us eventually anshul vivek or i somebody will reply definitely just spam us continuously like we don't mind because even uh, as it stands like i don't know a lot of uh, people who are i don't know book aficionado aficionados like i have friends who uh, like books i have um... no, but then we need we need to build a generation of people who like yeah we definitely do we need to <laughs> firstly like we need to have a generation who likes history because that is 
the most important thing then we can you know go to fiction and what not what else is fun that we can talk about but probably we could conclude with a thing about people should know what you're up to i am up to not much at this point i'm just going through my last few months of college thank god it will be over and it will be over soon i'll be free hopefully not unemployed <laughs> yeah i've been uh, thinking about writing another book but we'll see how that goes because right now everything just ends in me ranting randomly to anshul you know just like what is wrong with people how is this happening what am i doing just this thermos random shit and anshul is just like bro wait i'll press record then you can rant please do it like, oh you're making me sound like the worst person ever but yeah that's true you know uh, pushkar's rants are the most passionate ones why don't people get to hear it that's like the best thing ever yeah either i'm like i'll be a really good uh, writer or i'll just be like the next mussolini what the hell That's like, I mean, yeah, that's what that's what it was. It's like, in like that's what those guys did. You know, it's just infinite ranting that people like to listen to. Uh, I just, I guess, I I just need to have a better voice. I guess, or I need a funny like hand gesture thing that people can really get behind. You know, I don't know what you're up to, but okay, this is fine. I'm sure people, you already have built your fan, and if you like start a start something where you are, you only get to rant about things. Uh, I'm sure people will enjoy it. Bro, bro, sadly you're my only fandom bro. That's the thing. <laughs> no, don't worry. Uh you'll get to hear your fandom when the first book gets published. Small uh, insider uh, knowledge. Um I mean I don't know if it's insider knowledge or just me me being absolutely pathetic but it's been rejected so many places that I'm just like I have very little hope for it now. But the thing is you posted it in places where uh, you knew it was going to be rejected. I mean a man can still hope all right <laughs> yeah so you tried your best you know we had this discussion when you were posting it that you know the worst part is that you get rejected yeah and and I went into it with that mentality that first of all I knew what kind of a book it was like there was very little chance of um, but you know it might see the light of day someday I don't know right now I'm just uh, focusing on writing my next novel hopefully that will happen soon and it would be better than my first one let's see Yes. Okay, guys. Uh, that's about it for this episode. As you know, we have rambled on for quite some time. Cool. Then I think that's it for the episode. If you enjoyed this one, then I'm still wondering how come people enjoy these random episodes. Uh, let me know. And if you guys are interested, if you're still before, listening at this point, if you're still awake, then uh, hit us up on Discord and uh, say something random like uh, I don't know, uh, pancakes. Just so we know that you listened to the whole episode. That's a that's a smart that's a smart way to say. It. Guys, do that. See, I should have been a I should have been a code maker in uh, you know World War Two. Okay, now you're just going too far ahead. Yeah, yeah, fine, fine. Any more? I can code come up with yeah, some yeah. great codes. That's it for <laughs> this episode. Bye, guys. My final bye. Yeah. Take care, and I'll catch you in the next one. Bye, bye. Thank you for listening to this episode. follow us on social media and do let us know if you want to be part of the next episode till then live long and prosper